Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Young F.A. Holmes. Ah. These niggas so scary, won't let them bury me. That's why I keep my 30, I shoot like Curry. And boy, I'm getting money, I'm getting money. Uh-huh. These niggas hilarious, I think they... All right, welcome back to Don V Fridays. Uh, Back in the building. Back from a... From a it's about to be another winter storm in the 757 or the remnants of it. Uh, everybody that got stuck on I-95 in North Virginia, God bless. That was crazy situation. Um, Drift, how you living? How you living, my boy? I'm doing good, man. Just my last couple of days of freedom before I start work next week. So I was watching Cobra Kai like all day long. It was pretty fun. But we got a guest okay. in the building, uh, Coach Glover. How you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, Drift? How you doing, man? Happy New Year's to you. Appreciate it, man. You too. RV, happy New Year's to you too, fam. Happy New Year's, King. Yes, sir. So, so first and foremost, before we get started, where are you from originally? Are you from the seven five seven, or what's the case there? I'm, I'm, I'm originally I'm born in Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York. Okay. That's from. I moved down here like when I when I finished up almost I was just finishing up high school. Wow, you know what I'm saying? And then I just I just made this my home. You yeah, cut out. Go ahead, go ahead, Drew. You cut out a little bit there. You said you you came down from from Brooklyn because you were lagging a little bit. Nah, so I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. Gotcha. Born and raised, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. You know what I'm saying? I said I came down here when I was 18. You know what I'm saying? I was back and forth for a while, and I just, I just made this my home. This was where it's at. You know what I'm saying? This was the spot for me. Coming out, coming out of New York, New York City to be specific. Um, did you play any sports in New York, or or did you come down here? What was your athletic background? Oh yeah, I played in I played in high school. You know what I'm saying? Um, e Hall, Rasmus Hall. Um, played football in high school. Should have went to college doing it, but you know how the streets go. Then you get wrapped up in the streets, and and you don't you don't you don't you know doing other stuff, man. You know. What brought right. you down to Virginia in the first place? Just, just get out of the city, man. You know what I'm saying? Change, change the pace. You know what I'm saying? It's wild back home. You know, I, I, I grew up. I, I mean, like straight from the gutter. You know what I'm saying? Mom's a drug dealer. You know what I'm saying? Big dog in the city. You know, I've been through it all, but um, I needed peace of mind. You feel me? So I left. You know what I'm saying? It's good you made seven five seven your home. Um, it's a lot of New Yorkers down here. Uh, I, I mean, you know, you know, yeah, it's y'all down here deep, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, <laughs> the whole city. And, and trust me, every time somebody from New York City um, is down here, they let us know. They let us know exactly where they from, what neighborhood they from. <laughs> <laughs> nah, most. Only people that I know I'm from up top is like the people that I met when I when I originally moved down here. You know what I'm saying? All the people, you know what I'm saying? It's just like fam, man. You know, I've been rocking with the same people when I moved down here. Those are the, you know what I'm saying? Same people that I coach with, same people I, you know what I'm saying? I just ride with. 
You good? Okay, Drift, you can start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess my my first question is kind of what what do you do in terms of like your uh, your recruiting w- with the kids and like kind of what's your what's your like overall goal that you got going on? Well, let, let me let me talk about let me talk about my nine to five. You know what I'm saying? Cause, okay, yeah. Because recruiting re- recruiting is a byproduct of of what I did with seven five seven sports academy with the game academy with Zon Birding, but I've been I'm a licensed boat captain. You feel me? I run a ferry business. I'm a, I own a business for like, since I've been down here for like 23 years, you know what I'm saying? Me and another gentleman, we run, you from the 75 Don, so you know Hampton Roads Transit. Right. I run the ferry service. My company runs the ferry service. You know what I'm saying? We got three boats. We're building two more right now. I've been doing that for over 20 years. I'm a licensed captain. That's my nine to five. That's how I feed my family. You know what I'm saying? The recruiting thing just came as a byproduct of being in the football industry in the seven five for so long, because I went when I when my my sons my my sons was like five and six when it was like five and six, I got down with this organization called the Campostella Titans in Norfolk. I used to live in Norfolk, and then I became the president of the organization, and we won like. Mad national joints, man. First we started out wreck, then we went AYF. In fact, Deshaun McLeese was my running back since he was five years old. He okay. ended up playing for Tech. You know what I'm saying? That Tech. Mm. Yeah, yeah, McLeese. That was he was. I've been coaching him since he was five. You know what I'm saying? And a whole lot of guys. You know what I'm saying? Some of them guys. I did the organization for like nine years. You know what I'm saying? Um, we turned into the Percy Harvin pros. Percy Harvin came out, you know what I'm saying? Sponsored, sponsored us a little bit. And then, um, you know what I'm saying? The organization split up. You know, my boys got in high school. Kids started going their own way. I moved a couple of kids into my house, you know what I'm saying? Trying to save them. Mm. And some I saved couldn't, you know what I'm saying? I was happy to see McLeese graduate, get his degree. You know what I'm saying? Because ultimately that's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? The kids mm-hmm. getting that piece of paper. But, um, yeah, I did that for a while, man. But when my boys got in high school, you know what I'm saying? That's when I really kind of started. It was like, yo, it's, you know, this recruiting thing. You know what I'm saying? And I, I've been around, like, with my son, with my first son, Aaron, uh, all up at Tech. You know what I'm saying? First experience with, with him. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with the coaching staff, Coach Stein springing up. Me and Stein, he's still cool to this day. We talk all the time. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cornell Brown. That's back when Derek Nottie. I, I used to yeah, I used to bring Derek Nottie up there to Virginia Tech. People mm. don't know Derek Nottie had committed to Virginia Tech. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. No, one time. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know like a lot of stuff went on back then. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know, been around the process, man. Been lied to by the coaches. You know what I'm saying? With my other son, I've been through it, and I didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? God willing, he ended up. You know, we took the long route. He ended up. At Liberty, you know what I'm saying? After prep school, you know, $12,500 later. You know what I'm talking saying? About, talking about Tavion No, my, my, my son, Aaron. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, this is my first son. This is before Tony. Okay. Yeah, he, and he played, because I was trying, I was hoping he, Tech had got him, you know what I'm saying? But they never offered him, you know what I'm saying? Neither the UVA or none of the other schools around here. But um, he ended up at Liberty. You know, got him, um, got him there, got him a ring his first year. He played in 2016. That was the last time he played. Started as a freshman, you know what I'm saying? Ended up having a baby, which I'm happy for because I got a grandson now. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? So, man, now he working, you know, doing his thing in a restaurant or whatever. But, um, you know, going through with him, man, I, I started just seeing how rough the recruiting process was. So, mm-hmm. back then, I just started recruiting. I was, I was taking kids all over, like, everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to help them out, trying to help the parents, trying to help them understand the process because the, uh, the process is brutal. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times you think schools recruit the same and they don't. Everybody's recruiting philosophy is different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you, get, you get athletes in this game who think it's about chasing the bag from the school and it's not about the bag. For real, for real, real talk. You get people with unrealistic expectations. You know what I'm saying? And they, they just get into it and they don't know what's going on. So I was like, yo, man, I'm going to start educating, like giving people like real inside information. You know what I'm saying? 
and, and you know, if you if you check my Twitter, man, a lot of prominent coaches follow me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Guys like Kirby Smart and James mm-hmm. Franklin, all of you know why you want to know why them guys follow me? Because I never ever once ever approached them chasing a bag. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was, yo, like other schools like try to come in and yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm moving integrity, man. And that's one of the things when Tony chose the school, those guys continue to kick it with me and rock with me because they knew how I get down. They knew it wasn't about no no behind the scene foolishness. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these guys do. They be bringing kids up to school for money and all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Shopping kids, shopping other parents' kids, getting paid by the by coaches from 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 schools and the parents don't know what's going on. Like there's a lot of like a lot of little stuff going on in this business. You feel me? And you really like if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it right. You gotta be authentic with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you see the recruiting services out here charging guys five thousand dollars to get their kids looked at by NAIA programs, D3 programs. You like, yo, what? The process is already expensive itself, just the travel, you know what I'm saying, the camps. And then you're going to turn around and spend five grand? That don't even make sense. Like, that's ridiculous. So I was like, yo, man, I, I've been do- I was doing it for free for a while. And then I said, you know what? I need to figure out how to monetize it, make it super affordable, you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and just make it beneficial for everybody. Couple of people was like, yo, you should be exclusive. You should only take certain kids. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, nah, that's not fair because everybody deserves a shot. You know what I'm saying? To, to, to kind of get that name or to get that audience with that coach. Everybody deserves that opportunity, especially if you can play. You know what I'm saying? Because we know how the recruiting process is. Oh, yeah. It's hard to get an audience with a coach. It's hard to get coaches to see your film. It's hard to get the film past the recruiting department. And we know the position coaches where, like, when you start really talking about real recruiting, you got to get it into the hands of the position coach or the head coach. So I just started the business, monetized it, made it affordable, and I just just started it then. And we ain't even been up and running long. We was just, we started in, um, really, I incorporated in July, but I really started with the platform in October, you know what I'm saying? But I had to dissolve it because I had a, the dude that designed my platform try to hijack me. You try to hijack my site, man. Dude, I gave 25% of my company in exchange for like sweat equity to build the platform for me. So I had to like report him, dissolve the whole thing, and start all over. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm at right now. So you tried to show love and somebody snaked you basically. Nah, that's that's hundred percent facts. Like I, I I really I gave this dude 25% of my business. Hired him, gave him a scope of work, you know what I'm saying, to design my platform for me. And he jerked me, you know what I'm saying? So he took hostage of it, you know what I'm saying? He did some things that wasn't creditable. Um, you, you know, when I'm a business owner, like I, when I let people lead, I let them lead. I don't micromanage people, right. you know what I'm saying? I got captains that report to me. I don't micromanage them. I let them run their boats, run their shifts. I oversight and I step in. So, you know, when somebody's, when you, when you turn a chief technology officer loose, you got to give them access to money. You know what I'm saying? I gave them access to money. You got to give them the freedom to go out there and buy software packages and do the things that he need to do, you know what I'm saying, day to day. And, and you got to trust to a certain degree. You feel me? So the dude, took, he took it as an opportunity to take advantage of my, you know what I'm saying, of the situation. But, you know, I ain't going to really go, and go so much into that. Right, right. right. And you were saying... <clears throat> It's other services out here charging five five grand to basically do the same thing that you're doing at an affordable price. Um, can you break down the differences of paying? It's crazy we even got to ask paying five thousand dollars as opposed to what you charge for your service. It's, it's, it's nuts. Like I don't want to call any company names, but there, there are certain there are several prominent companies that charge for a recruiting profile. Listen, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. I was one of those parents with my first son. So I ain't telling you what I think I know. I'm telling you what I do know. The profile does nothing. You know what I'm saying? You pay five grand and they tell you, if you wanna see what coach accessed your profile today, click on this button and pay this fee and then you can unlock X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it keeps on going. 
And you be thinking, you be talking to coaches, but you don't talk to coaches. You be talking to high pressure salesmen. And a lot of parents fall for it because, you know what I'm saying? When you tell somebody you can get them a scholarship, joke is like parents are all in. They, they, they want to hear that. And the truth to be told, you can't promise anybody a scholarship. You really can't. That's up to the university. You know what I'm saying? The best thing that you can do is put them in the best possible position that they could be in to, to get to get seen, to get the exposure, you know what I'm saying? And to get the uh, you know, the audience with the coaches. That's the best thing that you can do to help a kid get a scholarship. Now, in order to do that, it, it, you, you gotta have connections. It's not about what you know, it's about who you know. So when you know the right coaches, you can get you know, you can get kids seen quicker than, than other people can do it. That's just the favor that you've earned over the years of being in the business. Like, I'm not just like, like, yo, coach, know me as coach. I'm, I've developed friendships with these guys. You know what I'm saying? We, we don't just talk about, um, like, yo, I need you to look at my guy. Like, it's like we text, like we talk, we conversate. You see my text thread with Smart or with Coach Franklin or with Coach Smith, you know what I'm saying? These, these these are real conversations. Like, yo, what's up? How you doing, Coach? Da 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 da. How's the family? Da 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 da. That's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? So when I do bring these guys and say, yo, I got a kid that might, you know what I'm saying? They would, you might fit in your your scheme because every kid don't fit every program. You know what I'm saying? They more so they 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 take a look at them. I see a quarterback. I will send them to locks. You feel what I'm saying? I send them to Coach Fisher, and because I know they quarterback guys. You feel what I'm saying? I see certain type of players. I send them. To, 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 you know what I'm saying, to in-state programs so that they can get looks at them. You know, it's up to the school if they're going to evaluate them and offer them, man. It's, it's so, you know, and recruit them, and recruit them. I would say that. So can, so can you dispel the narrative that you're not just funneling athletes to UNC? Because that's, a, that's <laughs> a narrative that's going around that basically you're using your influence to funnel prospects only to UNC. That's that's nuts. I'm 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 a, I'm gonna share it to you like this, Don. So my son, right, is the number one corner in the country. He was, and for the right. class of 2021, I just gotta paint the scene. So, you know, we've been we visited every school possible several times over that we can possibly look at, right? And both in-state programs was valuable, real valuable options. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to say even more so than um, some, some of the powerhouse schools outside the state. You know what I'm saying? Because Tony wanted a college experience. He didn't just want a business, make a business decision only. He wanted to go and have a real college experience. You know what I'm saying? Which mm -hmm. does it, it's not just all about football. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Where, where, where I can build my life. You know what I'm saying? I can build that 40 year plan also. I can have fun. You know what I'm saying? Because some the truth be told, some programs, man, that's that's it. It's business. You know what I'm saying? You get hurt, you on to the next, you know? So he got all these kids looking up to him in state, out of state, you know what I'm saying? It didn't matter. Other top players, you know what I'm saying? At one time, Jaquincy McKinstry was thinking about UNC. That was based on a relationship between him and my son on the same seven on 17. Mm. He's mm. starting corner for Alabama right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cool, so man. these connections, these connections has nothing to do with Coach Glover. I just so happen to be a fan of the program that my son chose. Right. So I rock, you know what I'm saying, the UNC. I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm proud. My son played for UNC. Not only does he play, but he's he's the first kid in country to ever graduate high school in three years. You know what I'm saying? And go a football player and go to a, a, a power five school, playing all 12 games as basically a, 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 a high schooler, mm -hmm. as basically yeah. with no offseason training. He's starting in the country, right? Now, mind you, all these other recruits, all these other friends is looking, watching him go through this process. He's doing what has never been done before. He posts the highest PFF rating in the New Year's Six Bowl game. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he's, he's basically a senior in high school doing all of this. Yep. His friends 
that he, that he's been friends with, Tayshawn Chapman, Tayon Holloway, all these kids, George Petaway, are watching him do this. The parents are asking me, Glove, tell us the truth about UNC. Is Mac Brown really solid like that? Is Dre really solid like that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They go down, they visit. Nothing to do with that. All I know is these kids are seeing success from one of their own friends, and they're like, yo, if Tony could do it, I could do it. Right. If it's an opportunity for me to play there, I can, you know what I'm saying? Shoot. And he doing it, he doing it basically as a as a high school senior. Then he turns around his following year and he has a successful season. It wasn't stellar, it, but statistically, when you look at it, 800 plus snaps, almost 900 snaps, right? You feel me? He only gave up six explosive plays, one including in the, in the, in the bowl game. He only gave up two and a half touchdowns, one included in the bowl game. You feel what I'm saying? 60 mm-hmm. targets, only 25 passes caught on them. That's mind-blowing, considering they had them in press coverage all season, 90% of the time. That's mind-blowing, considering he there was no pressure on the quarterbacks that they was facing. So he had to cover for more than four seconds every game. So he rocked out. He did his thing. It was like 17 pass breakups, something crazy, like 40-something tackles. He just didn't have no picks. You know what I'm saying? So the kids are looking at this stuff. The parents are watching it. I'm not a parent that's sitting back complaining, saying, yo, yo, I'm going to tell you something. Don't go, like, don't go there. You know what I'm saying? They jerking my son, this, that, and the third. Nah, I just, I was just honest. The problem is I'm a coach in the area. So you attach dad, coach, and then recruiter to it. Now everybody's going to say he's recruiting. If I was, if Tony would have went to Virginia Tech, then I would be rocking the same swag, right? The same Virginia Tech swag. I'll be flossing it. The kids would be looking at him. Look, saying the same thing. Look at Tony at Tech. You understand what I'm saying? What is it about Tech that his pops is always flossing the Tech stuff? You know what I'm saying? Every time you turn around, the kids he's recruiting, naturally kids are going to be drawn to that. Every, every, listen, every program is not not for every kid. You know what I'm saying? What do I look like telling Mary Mm. Rice, yo, you need to go to UNC. Come on, that woman, I don't take care of Zach. She take care of Zach. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's about what's best for them. People don't know. He know the day was on the table. Like, he could have easily went there. He could have easily went to UVA. But look at what happened in the grand scheme of things. The lady said, look, we prayed about our decision. They must have prayed right because Brian Kelly didn't tell him they was le- he was going to leave. Bronco mm-hmm. Mendehall didn't tell him that he was going to leave. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Same mm-hmm. thing I say for the guys that went to Clemson. You know what I'm saying? Brent Venables didn't tell those guys that committed that he was going to leave and go to Oklahoma. They never said a word about it. You right. understand what I'm saying? Yep. So, obviously, he must have made the right decision. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Because because Coach Brown is still there. You know? But um, I can't, I can't tell nobody. Nobody can tell a kid where to go. I ain't no different than any fan saying, yo, choose our program. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Shoot. Funneling? No way. Because Sherrod Colville is at Clemson. Dalen yeah. Everett is where? Isn't he at Georgia? Georgia, yes. Mm-hmm. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? People don't realize. Before that, back in the day, when the floodgates was going to UVA back in 2014, 15, like all them players was going to UVA. But mm-hmm. then... Tech, all them, you have Ricky Walker, you have all them players um, going to up to Virginia Tech. Yo, man, the only the only problem is is my son was a highly rated player and he left out of state and nobody liked it. You understand right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody liked it. And then they started with the yo, he funneling. The Virginia Tech got eleven of the top players in the state. Eleven of the players. 50-something players in the state of Virginia, 11. You know how many UVA got? One. Right. UVA got one player. UNC got six or seven. Yeah, they're the six or seven top guys. But I be scratching my head saying, yo, these same guys be talking about, yo, the ratings suck, the ratings lie. 
every the ratings is this, they bogus, they political. But so if they political and you don't like them, why are you complaining? You just got 11, 11 three stars. You know what I'm saying? And everybody knows the three stars, the new five star. Everybody knows that. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so you you really recruited better, just not on the paper, according to the numbers. You understand right. what I'm saying? According to the little, you really recruited better. Because everybody in football that really follow it, they know the new three, the three star is really the new five star. Because I could tell you, like, I could tell you go on and on for days about kids that's ranked at three stars when they really should have five stars, like real talk. Especially down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be crazy. Especially down it's, here. It's, it's, it's look, 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 I'll give you an example. Look at how they rank George Petaway, right? Right. Look at what George Petaway did in the All-American game. He went down there as the number three back. After the first day of practice, he was the number one back in the country. Like the first day, he was the starting back. You know what I'm saying? Everybody said, oh, hey, private school, he sucks. He really can't play this, that, and the third. They said that about all the private school kids in this state. But the same private school kids went down there and put on a show. Yeah. No, you speak, you speak in facts. You speak in facts. Um, I mean, he was like a top 10 player, but I think, you know, a lot of people can't deny the impact that Tony has on other players. And I think that's what a lot of Virginia Tech fans knew during his recruitment and why so many people wanted him was because, like you're saying, he can pull so many other kids with him while they see his success. And I think that's kind of what an elite player like he can do versus, you know, other players that don't have the sort of publicity that he has around him. Right. And so I felt it was kind of crazy that like Virginia Tech didn't care. They like, like I'm not, I'm not, no, I like tech. Listen, I have great relationships with all the coaches, even you with the man off Quinte if you need to. We don't fuck with him. Mm-hmm. Nah, well, he, he was he was he was a major issue. You know what I'm saying? Because you offer my son in the eighth grade, right? Mm-hmm. Now we love Virginia Tech. Nobody's paying for us to go up there. So I go up there on my we go up there on my own dime. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but you offer my son in the eighth grade. The only contact that we have with Virginia Tech when we go there is Coach Zahn, right? Mm-hmm. That's the relationship we've built. Now, he's a friend. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Coach Zahn is a friend. So we're hanging on for dear life because of Zahn. We've right. never even spoken to Fuente. The entire time, Tony left in his junior after his junior year. He left. He went to college. We hadn't spoken to Coach Fuente until the beginning of Tony's junior year. Nobody can say, well, he's not allowed. No, we've been there six times. We've been there. You know what I'm saying? We've been on campus. So I'm saying, then you turn around and you fire the only guy that we have a connection with. Right, Zon Burden. Exactly. So there's no promise. There's no communication. Like when Coach Smith came, when they brought Ryan in late, and I love Ryan. He's smart. He's intelligent. I think he's brilliant, young. He gonna be. He gonna. He gonna coordinate early. Like even at Tech, he was doing it. You know what I'm saying? Now he at Northwestern, and he gonna do his thing. Like you put him in there a year before, and guess what? We may be at Tech. Mm-hmm. But you bring him in at the last minute. You feel me? Then you run the fiasco on, you You run the Jedi mind trick on the whole tech fan base with the Baylor thing. Mm-hmm. You abandon the area. You ab- Listen, you abandon recruiting. The, 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 listen, I'm not even going to say the area. You abandon recruiting the state. Everything is, everything is Texas to Virginia Tech. Texas to Virginia Tech. No more Virginia. You feel what I'm saying? We are not even your primary recruiting bed anymore. Tech success has been built on recruiting the state of Virginia, period. If you look at the past, they get their dogs from in-state. Then they pull pieces in from out-of-state. That's the philosophy. You understand what I'm saying? That's the blueprint. He came in and switched that whole philosophy up. He went and he got guys from Texas to commit, and I got great relationships with guys down in Texas, and I know what was going on. He was going to take the Baylor job, you feel me? Mm. He was going to get those Texas guys that had committed to decommit. He was going 
them Texas guys that had committed to tech to decommit and commit to Baylor. So when the bug got out, when everything came out, it was like, yo, I it was it was like a, a mutual whatever. We just decided to just pull away from it. So now I'm thinking like, dang, this guy is moving like this with his own staff and fans. Mm. Like, yo, like, I'm thinking about my son. Like, do I want my son playing for a guy like this? Like for real, he's moving. He's moving behind the scenes like this with the with the staff. Come on, man! Like that's why the program was so rocky. Because I ain't saying he a, he a bad dude, but whatever he was doing, recruiting or running the running the program, that stuff was crazy. And like like yo, like UVA, people don't realize like UVA. Yo, why you ain't go to? You know what UVA did? I gotta keep it a stack, man. Keep it a stack. This Don V Friday. Like, like, I got to keep it a stack. So UVA, Texas had never offered anybody in the state of Virginia. Y'all can research it. They haven't. Tony was the first offer from Texas in the state of Virginia. He was the first kid that they ever offered. Coach Jason Washington called me the day before and was like, listen, coach, I can offer it over the phone, but I'm coming up there because I want to offer in person. I want, I want to look you in your eye and I want to tell you that your son got an offer at the University of Texas. That's a major honor. You understand what I'm saying? I'm blown away because Texas don't recruit outside of Texas. It's a known fact. So he comes here, flies in, comes in with his cowboy hat on, comes in with his boots on, with his Texas gear on. You know what I'm saying? He comes into the school. I'm there. Coach Brummage is there. We don't even go to the coach's office we go straight to the teachers lounge cameras everything everything everywhere around you know what i'm saying and he says we love you your son obviously coach herman is 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 in love with you want to offer boom cool calls me like two hours later i you know tony tell i tell tony he posts the office coach jason washington calls me two hours later and says hey man What's going on? I said, what do you mean? He said, I just got a call from my compliance department. It said some, um, somebody called the NCAA and said that you was in some shady dealings with Texas, with me and Texas. And, and, and I was like, what? I was mm. like, you got to be kidding. I said, no, 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 no. Did you, you, he said, coach, I'm telling you what's going on. He said, let me call you back. I'm going to find out more. He calls me back and he says, listen, it was the University of Virginia. I couldn't wrap my mind around it. I'm trying to figure out why would you, they don't even play them. Why would they even do something like that? So I'm calling the staff like, yo, which one of the coaches called the NCAA on Texas and said it was some shady dealings because they came up here and offered my son. Come to mm -hmm. find out it was certainly one of the coaches on the defensive staff. You understand what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, there's no way on this planet that my son will play in this program. You know what I'm saying? If you moving like that, you lying on my son, you lying on them, you lying on me. If you moving that way, my son ain't going to never play there. And we have stopped messing with UVA. So the only reason we we kind of start talking to them again was because of Marcus Higgins. That was the only Marcus reason. Because Higgins is cool. That's my dude. That's a you know real I mean? one. That's a political yeah, That was the only reason. We even start talking to them again. Yeah, yeah that, that was literally, he was the only reason we started even talking to them again. You know what I'm saying? But it, it was it was crazy the way it happened. You know, but my, my son could have went to any program in state, man. You know, it was nothing fishy, nothing phony. It was no bags being tossed around. People like, yo, he's he's a scammer. Scamming people, how, how? I'm trying to figure that out. Me too. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Talk, talk, talk to all my members. My members, I, like, talk to them. Contact them and tell them, yo, what's the deal with Coach Glover? He, they'll tell you. You know what I'm saying? I put out the I put they'll out the tweet. You. I said, if he's scamming, who give me some victims? Who who who? I haven't heard one complaint yet. One dude mentioned me and said my cousin's friend got scammed. Who who was that? What does that mean? Yeah, like scam how? I've I haven't heard one complaint. Listen, I, my administrators constantly call out people all the time. You know what I'm saying? We do Zoom meetings and everything. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's not to say that now, now we I haven't heard not one complaint by none of my members. You feel what I'm saying? When dude did the okey doke with the with the platform, 
I told my wife, I said, listen, all the 1999 members, we need to refund them. Just because he did the OK with the platform. I I told my wife, I said, we need to refund them. It's only $780. You feel what I'm saying? That's three months worth of service for 13 members. Mm. Or two months worth of service for 13 members. $780. I said, we need to refund them. And just keep doing the recruiting for free until we get the platform back up. Like, nobody's scamming nothing. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real, I don't have to do the business. I make super, I make great money with my business. You feel oh, what yeah. I'm saying? I know about but HRT I, and that furry. Y'all, I ain't even know that was you. I ain't even know that was you, man. You, nah, yeah, that's, you me. That's, that's me. But see, I, 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 I don't have to do it, but I do it because it's a need. Like, like who was the first person to bring a camp the regional showcase, Brian Stomp, the Elite Eleven in in the, in the, in the state of Virginia, in the seven five. Me, I did that mm-hmm. last year. Who was the first person to bring a, a under the radar camp here? You know what I'm saying for the kids, man. Not just the high schools, but the middle schoolers. That was me. Who's the first person? Like when these kids need invites to get in certain elite camps and and do certain stuff. That stuff be me giving out the invites, trying to recruit, trying to get kids seen doing. What I got to do to get these kids an audience, man. But what I noticed here recently is when you, when a black man is doing something that's effective in his community and he's really helping people, the racist, the racist folks stand up and the haters could be, listen, the haters can have the same color of skin as me and they'll side with the racist. Oh, it's some cools. It's some cools out here that are definitely doing that. you know what I'm saying? Just because it ain't no particular reason. It's just hate. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been, listen, nobody talks about when my family is out there feeding the homeless. You know what I'm saying? Document it, like, document it, like, consistently. Or we going and we pay for people groceries consistently. You know what I'm saying? We do this. Or when we move kids in our house and we take care of kids consistently. Nobody be they, they don't they don't know about that stuff, but they see you doing good and they try to tear your name down. Anything that you know what I'm saying to tear down what's effective in the community. I've noticed that. Right. And and a lot of fans, fans, coaches, and you probably can confirm this. A lot of coaches don't like when a strong black father's in the picture. They would no, rather no. deal with a single parent, a single mom. Yeah. No, you're right, because you know. Like it's 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 so bad in in the industry because and this ain't every high school coach but it's a lot of coaches. You just coaching for the little stipend that they give you. You understand what I'm saying? So when it comes to why your kids is not getting recruited, it's like yo they don't pay me enough. You know what I'm saying? So the parents got to really look for outside sources. But when the parents start looking for an outside source to help get the kids recruited, the coach get jealous and mad. You know what I'm saying? So he talked about the recru- the guy that's helping. He talked about the guy that's helping him on a seven on seven team. Or he talked about the guy, the neighborhood plug, and say, "Yo, he ripping you off." But you don't want to help. You don't want to spend the extra time with them to, to to train them or to get them developed or to get their grades right. You're the one that's not helping. You know what I'm saying? So you 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 hating on the outsider that's doing it. That makes no sense to me. So then when an outsider stops doing it, they didn't want to say, yo, I'm going to start something. I think I'm going to start something that's real in the neighborhood. It was something real in the neighborhood going on. You just killed it. Right. (laughs) Or you tried to kill a dude that was doing it. Right. So it it really, it really ain't me, man. It's it's like, seriously, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Right. So what do you say to the fans that call you, um, LeVar Ball and you want to be the star and it ain't about your son, it's about you. What do you say to those to those to those accusations and those people? That's that's nuts. <laughs> I used to laugh. I used, initially when they first started saying that, I was getting mad because then I, I had an image, of, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know much about LeVar Ball, but then I started kind of, let me look at this guy and see what they're talking about. And I, I also, oh wow, okay. Like he he like okay he's serious about his kids and his family and their future. Okay, he's not gonna let anybody do whatever they want to do. And that was my whole thing with the recruiting process. 
Yo, when I tell you I caught a coach, I ain't even gonna call his name. In my son's phone, he, he sent a message to my son. It was like, yo, I'll, I'll give you a scholarship and your girlfriend a scholarship if you come here. I called the coach and said, are you nuts? I said, are you nuts? I said, yo, if I show this to the NCAA, bro, you lose your job. I said, then you going against what me and my family have, have, have we, we got a process set up, bro. You trying to use a chick to manipulate my son to get him in, into your program. I said, yo, man, that's no good. To my old coach, I just, that's just how bad we want him. Nah, that's not how bad you want him. You, then you bypass the authority figure in his life. Mm. Listen, these are kids. And I want every, like, parents that listen to this, I want y'all to hear me clearly. You saying about being LeVar Ball. This is about being a parent. Yeah. Mm. This is an adult-driven industry. Your, your child is dealing with grown men who got degrees in psychology. You feel what I'm saying? Your son haven't had lived enough or experienced enough in life to be able to decipher everything that you just tell them. They just haven't. You need adult eyes and ears listening to what these coaches are telling these kids so that you can decipher what he cannot decipher. He can't possibly understand the ramifications of everything that's being said to him. So you need your parents or an adult there to kind of gauge that stuff. So when you got a real person sitting there asking real questions, like, nah, hold on, all that, you, you're talking that starting mess, but let's, let's go deeper into this. Mm -hmm. And when you take control of the situation like that and you don't let people do your son any kind of way, they call you a LeVar Ball. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. They tag you, they try to degrade you, and they try to tag you and say, oh, you think it's all about him. Not a thing about him. This is about my family. Because guess what? He don't make the decision. I tell parents, when the coach tells you that, tells your son, this decision is yours and yours alone, red flag. Because it's not his. Mm. He ain't driving himself to the visits. He don't pay for all the camps that go on. When it's a decision, the Decision is to be made with the entire family. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The entire is what's best for the kid and was best and conducive for that family. That's what I that's what I teach my members. You understand what I'm saying? So when a coach, when he tells a kid, this is your decision only, he's trying to remove the voice of reason from that kid's head. Mm -hmm. So that when 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 the parent does see through the lie. And the parents start saying, yo, listen, he lying. The kid can say, listen, I'm the one playing. Nah, how you going to tell me? I'm the one playing. And then guess what? A year later, mm. he in the pool. He mad. Right. What do you think is like the, the most he common mad. lie that you hear? Yeah. Yeah. He in the portal. He mad. And, 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 he, and he telling you, like, yo, them coaches lied to me. No, nah, they didn't lie to you. You understand what I'm saying? They told you what you wanted to hear, and your parents was telling you what you needed to hear, and you didn't want to hear that. That's the real. Mm -hmm. What do you think is like the biggest lies that you hear? And I tell parents this all the time. Huh? Some of the lies that I hear? Yeah. Oh, you're going to start when you get here. That's the mm. number one lie. You're going to start. <laughs> Anybody knows that once you get to college, the stars go out of the window, all that all that Hollywood recruiting goes out of the window, it's time to go to work now. And you gotta earn your way on the field. My son, my son asked a, a coach, we, was, we had a powwow. And my son asked the coach, he said, what kind of practice system do y'all run? Do y'all run a one field system or two field system? And the coach says, what you mean? Why you ask me that? <laughs> And I don't care what coach in college football told you, nobody runs a two-field system. And my son was like, yo, calm down, coach. Like, I'm just asking because I want to know that when I come in here, I'm going to be able to get the reps that I need to prove that I can get on the field. Mm. If the ones and the twos are getting all the reps and the threes or the fours is only on scout and they ain't getting no reps, how can I prove that I can start? You know what I'm saying? You ain't even looking at me. I need to be up with the one. I, I need to be able to get the same amount of reps as the ones and twos if I'm gonna prove that I belong on the field. This is what my son is telling the coach. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But see, when you don't have 
a person of authority and they just a fan, like a parent, I tell parents, I told parents at my last camp, I said, listen, don't be no fan. Don't be a parent first and be a fan second. Because when you're a fan first, you stop telling your kids what's right. You stop telling them the right thing and you start telling them what they want to hear because you're afraid that when they do make it, they might cut you off if you tell them no. I tell my son no to this day. You know what I'm saying? Cut me off. I'm telling you what's right. You understand what I'm saying? You can take it for what it's worth. I'm telling you the right thing. You're a grown man and you're going to do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? And I'm raising you to be able to think for yourself and learn how to move in this world. I'm raising you to be an alpha, bro. How to think and move in this world. But if you just go out there recklessly without at least heeding to advice, you got to deal with the consequences of that decision. What's your relationship like with the uh, UNC coaches staff? Um, like coach, like Dre Bly, who's a legend coming from where I come from, uh, had a long NFL career. What's your relationship like with Dre Bly and, um, and, and the UNC coaches staff? I got, I got a pretty good relationship with them. Um, Dre, that, that's he like my brother. You know what I'm saying? He, of course, he coached my son. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wanted somebody – like, I'm a hard coach. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the things I wanted. I wanted a hard coach. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that was going to coach my son. Coach, somebody was going to coach my son really hard and 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 kind of be be there to kind of love him up, be the big brother, you know what I'm saying, after they coached him hard and put their foot in his butt. You know, Andre, that type of dude, he got the experience. I believe that he played at the highest level, that he can share things with my son that most coaches can't share. You understand know what I'm saying? And the reason they – not that they, they can't coach, but Dre's – been there he's played at that at that level he's played in the league for all them years he played for multiple teams he's seen a lot of football and he brought that knowledge to my son you understand what i'm saying that 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 was great you know mac brown is solid you know um some of the coaches i got good relationship with but you know no no different than you know the coaching staff at south carolina i'm tight with coach beamer like that's my guy like mm -hmm. like coach tory Hey, that's my guy. Ontario Hardesty, that's my guy. Like, I'm I'm tight with the coaches at Penn State. I'm tight with the coaches down at Florida. You know what I'm saying? I got great – now got my man Dan Landon out and um, got there on Oregon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got Lincoln Riley out, USC with my man Dante. With, like, I'm tight with a lot of coaches. You know what I'm saying? That we just cool. Now we got Mike Elko. The, the, the head coach at Duke now. Oh man, that's my dude. <laughs> so you, so you plugged in for real. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm friends with all the coaches. Like they, mm -hmm. they, they good people. Like you know what I'm saying. So, mm -hmm. so I try to look, man. Look, look. Even the tech staff. I'm tight with the coaches at Tech. Like and the, the new staff. Yes, listen, Price is my guy. We've been solid since doggone 2010. Price is my guy. I wish I wish he could have been a head coach. You understand what I'm saying? He is official. I thought he deserved a shot. You know, even when he was over there with Holiday, like we we've been through it. He watched me go through the process with my other sons. And mm -hmm. he been solid with me through the whole process. Even Cornell. Wish they would have brought Cornell back. You feel what I'm saying? He's a solid dude. He's a dude that knows the area. Stein screen knows the area. This is not just having somebody to say, we, we need to get away from these old school guys. Those old school guys got the job done. Like, they really did. You yeah. feel me? Yeah, you're right. How many, kid, right. How many kids do you have right now? <laughs> You mean um, members in my program? Yeah, yeah. Going to, like, programs and stuff. Like, how many kids do you, like, manage? Um, shoot, right now, probably about – in my program, probably about – right around 50 or 60. Damn, okay, so a lot. Yeah, I got about 50 or 60 kids. And I'm not taking any more right now until I get my, 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 my platform reestablished. I'm not, I'm not actually taking any, any more. 
until until I get my members actually squared away. But I got about 50 or 60 that that you know what I'm saying that we consist you know we 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 work with. And then then I got I mean and that's all over the country. That's not just here. That's like California, that's Georgia, that's New York, that's Ohio. We got members like all over. That's why when I did my last camp, like we had real people flying in from different places. You know what I'm saying? Florida, Texas. We had people coming in from everywhere to come to the camp. And we had a successful camp. It really was. Mm. And it's not a feeder pro and it's not a feeder program for UNC or any program uh that the fans think that you can be paid for, bought off, things like that. I never listen, I never took a down from no coach in my life. And that's why they respect me. You understand what I'm saying? I ain't no feeder program for, for UNC. In fact, let me tell you something. I got kids in my program right now that I have not even sent to you to, to UNC. You understand what I'm saying? Because I sent them to Virginia Tech. I sent them to UVA. I sent them to South Carolina. You understand what I'm saying? I sent them everywhere but UNC. And just just to sh- like, like it's, it's a proven fact. These guys got a shot at these kids now. You understand what I'm saying? Whether you take it, that's on you. But listen, don't let UNC jump in there and offer them. Then everybody going to be like, look at the glove. <laughs> he, 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 he said, that's, that's what they're going to do. They're going to say, look, look, I told you. But wait a second. You, you, you knew about the kids a whole year and a half before UNC offered them. You, ne- you never offered them. And, and, right. and when I say offer, I don't just mean just throw out an offer. You know what I'm saying? Say you got an offer at the University of Virginia or at Virginia Tech, probably technology, but or University of Virginia. I don't mean that. I mean, if you're going to offer a kid, offer him and recruit him. You understand what I'm saying? Recruit him. Too many kids want offers just to get offers. But if you're serious about getting a kid, recruit him. Show, talk to him. Talk to his family. Show them that you really want him in your program, and they'll come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of the um the things about Cameron Kelly that even when he was at Auburn, UNC still checked on him when he was in the portal. UNC they, they tapped in. They was tapped in the whole time. So when he was in the portal, UNC was tapped in the entire time, and not even just on football, just to see how he was doing mentally um and and beyond football so i mean people can get mad at you all they want but mac brown and unc be they're tapped in so yeah so let me let me tell you what coach mac brown said to me when tony when he said to tony well to my family when tony committed i couldn't believe this i never even heard nothing like this i, I watch coaches offer kids and watch kids get recruited and commit and all kinds of stuff this is the first time i heard of this he said, listen, he said, I'm telling you, if you walk out your door right now and break your leg and you can never play another down of football, he said, I want you to know that we're going to still honor your scholarship. You're going to get your degree. You're going to graduate. I'm going to hire you as a coach and you're going to make a lot of money. Mm. That meant a lot. Right. You know why that meant a lot? Because I know the process. I know you get hurt. It's on to the next. Right. I know how these schools move. I know how they do it. You know what I'm saying? So for this boy to commit and not play a down of football and this coach who is in, he's an elite, highly esteemed coach, you know what I'm saying? Hall of Famer. To say this, you know what I'm saying? It meant something. Right. And he 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 not just he ain't shoe shining for the cameras. He like, yo, Mac Brown's really like really official. He's that guy. <laughs> he really is. You know what I'm saying? People are like, yo, he old fart, but yo, let me tell you something. He care about these kids past football. All right. Hey, man. Well, we want to thank you for coming on and clearing up some of the rumors and the the negativity that surrounds your name um, and give you a fair opportunity to tell Virginia Tech fans, listen, I'm not feeding, I'm not feeding no program. No program is paying me. Um, my son was highly influential in this in the Commonwealth and outside the Commonwealth. And this is why UNC was able to recruit the Commonwealth 
the way they were. It wasn't no handshake deals and none behind the scenes. And no, never. Virginia Tech fans need to hear this. Um, sometimes you got to look at your own former coaches and look at how they carry things. And that's why we got the recruiting results that we got. And I didn't even know that Fuente ultimately planned to take his Texas, the VT movement to Baylor with him. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Yo, that stunt right there, like with the, the, it left a hole in the state. Like him abandoning the, the state and Bronco, we all know Bronco abandoned the state also. He wasn't recruiting. Oh, he yeah. wasn't recruiting Virginia. Yeah. He was everywhere. They didn't even know how to recruit. At Baylor or at, at um, BYU, they hold one camp and get a thousand kids and just get the pick of the litter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they wasn't worried about the state. The two power five in-state programs wasn't worried about the state. So UNC said, you know what? Fertile ground. Yep. Penn yeah. State said, you know what? Fertile ground. Yeah, no, no, facts. They it's, cleaned it's house facts. for years. <laughs> they, they and and UNC historically has they had the Lawrence Taylors, they've had the Bobby Romes, the the list goes on and on of seven five seven talent and Virginia talent that's been down there and um produced Great. at level. Yeah, Ronald Curry. Oh, how, how could I forget Ronald Curry? I'm living in Hampton. Uh, a goat, Ronald Curry, one of the greatest to ever do it. No, Demetrius Nicholson. You broke up Demetrius Nicholson. He was from Virginia Beach, like Bayside, right? Yeah, there you go, Bayside. He's the one who started the movement to UVA. But he right. almost went, he almost went, he was going to go to North Carolina. If that man would have went to North Carolina, just think about what would have happened. Eli Harold would have went to North Carolina. Kwame Moore would have went to North Carolina. Quinn Blandon, Tyquan Mazel, Andrew Brown, Colin Cutler. All them guys that moved in that year, they would have all went. Mm-hmm. And the same thing that happened with UVA, yo, it, it was it was it was crazy, man. They it was crazy. Oh yeah, the thing with UVA is nasty. Contacting the NCAA, that's nasty business. Oh yeah, that's oh nasty yeah. Business. Mm-hmm. That is nasty business. So so, uh, what's your social media for the for the people out there? Your Twitter, your Instagram, all your socials, website, your, your website, your platform. Where can they find you? My 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 new my new website. It's going to be www.officialrecruits.com. Mm-hmm. That's that's my new website. The new Twitter is recruit2official, at recruit. It's um, R-E-C-R-U-I, the number two, official. And um, y'all already know my Twitter, mm-hmm. at, at Coach Glove, at Coach D-H, D-H Glove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, we want to thank you. For, we want to thank you for coming on and and imparting all your wisdom, your knowledge. Um, the seven five seven is a a hotbed for talent. It's one of the best hotbeds of talent in the country. Um, I, I put the, I put the seven five seven up there with South Florida, parts of Texas, or whatever parts of LA or whatever. It's that fertile of a recruiting ground. And the, I'm from the peninsula. I, I went to Michigan High School. This had um, but the south side across the water, what y'all doing over there, man? Y'all producing over there, man. Shoot, I I, I look at it, the seven five be cracking, and then I start looking at the entire state, man. The entire state of Virginia got like I'm 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 in awe. Like the state of Virginia got ballers, man. I mean, I'm like, wow. If we only like we if this state ever pulled together. Like competition is one thing, but I'm talking about when it comes to like really wanting these kids, like you know, wanting these kids to really go out there and make it and get and get and get together as coaches and, and start, you know, what I'm saying helping one another and supporting one another. Oh man, we're gonna be right up there with Texas. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Yep. Like Florida. Like we're gonna see so many much more talent come out of this area. Right. 
and, and it's got a, it's a lot of within the state and within the 757 it is a lot of backstabbing and dirty business and slammy tactics and crabs in the bucket mentality that goes on here too but that shit gotta get we gotta get away from that too and make sure that it is about the kids and you know stuff like that too. yeah yeah and you know yeah man you're right you're right and i see I, like i see a lot of guys in the business you know what i'm saying and some of them i see been doing it for a while and they got genuine you know what i'm saying interests and trying to see these kids make it and then you see guys in it and then you see you see like mess go on and you hear rumors and you know what I'm saying? All kind of crooked stuff. You know what I mean? Like we we just gotta we just gotta pull together, man. We gotta pull like, together, real man. We gotta pull together. It's crazy. Last we gotta pull thing, together. Any last thing you gotta say to the people before we sign off, Drift? Nah, man. Thanks for coming on, Coach Glover. We appreciate it. Uh, nah, man. I appreciate, I, I appreciate y'all. No, thank yes, you. Sir. I appreciate y'all, man. I'll, I'll be happy to come on anytime y'all want me, man. I appreciate it. Okay. Oh, yes, sir. Okay. Well, until next Don V Fridays, y'all. God bless.